Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. One, two, three. What is now? on ESPN Radio. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I had a lot of hits and misses from the Grammys last night, but I will say this. The one thing they got all the way on lock is all the country music categories. I thought everybody that won absolutely deserved it. I was actually a little bit surprised that Zach Bryan didn't win Album of the Year for country music. But Lainey Wilson, she's cool too. I mean, she, she's coming to, the, to Missoula to the Adams Center in September, and she's a great uh, rising star. But right now, it's funny because there was like a lull where the Nashville machine was kind of eating country music alive, and there was way too much of what my old man would call AM country. We don't need any of that around here. But now there's all these great singer-songwriters like Chris Stapleton, one country music song of the year, that one right there. Uh, Zach Bryan's an epic songwriter. Lainey Wilson, Casey Musgraves on the ladies' side. They're, they're doing awesome. So uh, got a little bit more contemporary country music for you here today. Because it's time for the Monday Afternoon Quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Bornaweg in studio with us. If you missed anything in the first hour, you can find it. On the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Schulte Law. Visit jschultilaw.com, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. Did you watch the Grammys last night, Coach? Is your wife into this kind of stuff? No. That's that's actually probably a good thing. And I, I like the Country Music Awards. See, the, I'll watch that. No doubt, yeah. I did turn it on. And it was some music I didn't really like, so I kept flipping it. You know how that goes. I, my oldest son was that, so we picked out something else 
to watch. But the Country Music Awards, I really enjoy. I do, too. I, I decided last night, okay, I'm going to watch the whole Grammys. Regardless if I like what's going on or not. It was like three or four it was, hours. It was, it was almost four hours long. four hours? I was hanging out. I couldn't out. do that. I was hang, if you had a, a baby, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How's the baby doing? The baby's doing uh-huh. great. Yeah, we, when they're 12 days old, they don't do anything. So it's it's a lot easier. I'm not. I'm a go-go-go go go guy. I don't really sit down and watch much. I can hardly even like pay attention long enough for a movie. Yeah. But when you got the little guy on you, you know, I mean, I'll watch the whole Grammys. It's awesome. But I was, I also wanted to do it because I was like, okay, am I officially kind of getting old? Because half of it, I definitely knew. Half of it, I had no clue. Like, I had no clue who some of these rap people are. And I think I'm a kind of a big rap fan. I, I got nothing. It was wild to watch. And some of the performances were so good, and some of them were so bizarre. <laughs> really? I mean, like Olivia Rodrigo, her song is all about, it's called Vampires, and it's all about, she had blood dripping down her own. It was like, yeah. I, I, I was like, what's going on? Just sing the song. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm not into that. But I will tell you, let's let's turn it up here because I like I did my telephone on the way over. Yeah. I got a call. Okay. I got a call from Cannon Pamphiloff. Great offensive lineman from the University of Montana. No, no, I go, okay, who is this again? Cannon? I go, Cannon who? Pamphlet, I go, I know all about you. Of course, he had no idea who he was speaking to. Because they just gave him a list of numbers to call, probably. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very much yeah. for being a member. Uh, thank you for your support, for being a member of the quarterback club. And so we had a nice little conversation. That's a pretty good thing. You ran into Pamphlet. After a game this year. <laughs> I, I did. This is actually a great story. So I was st- standing right underneath the north end zone taking in some of the most exciting action I have ever seen in my career as a sports writer as Montana and North Dakota State were battling in double overtime. Well, then the Grizz win, and pandemonium ensues. Everybody's running around crazy. Nobody knew who to who to hug, who to kiss, who to do what with. But I'm trying to take a video of all of them, and all of a sudden, I get picked up. <laughs> I mean, I'm a pretty big guy. Cam Pamphloff, he's about 6'5", 300, though, so he could definitely pick me up. So he picks me up, and I'm like, hey, put me down, and he's like, and I was like, hey, but by the way, great job. So that was kind of funny. Ruined my total video, but who cares? You saw a million videos after that game anyways. On the note of Cannon Pamphiloff, though, I got to tell you this. And then we'll talk, of course, it's Super Bowl week, so we won't spend much more time than this just on uh, on college football. But I actually thought he was one of the unsung heroes of the Montana Grizzlies last year because offensive line continuity is such a big deal. If you have a guy that can play multiple positions – he was kind of like the sixth man. So when Chris Walker, the big left tackle, tweaked his knee, Pamphlet can go in at left tackle. When Liam Brown, the big left guard, tweaked his knee. Okay, now, and he was ready. He played right guard, left guard, left tackle, and right tackle. He played every position besides center and played all of them pretty well. If you got, if you can like, have that guy that you don't miss a beat, you can have a unit, and then a guy can get banged up and you don't have to worry about it. I thought that was big for the Grizz. Oh, you're exactly right. Now, I will tell you before that, that I'll get back to that thought. He assured me, he assured me that the Grizz offensive line after losing three seniors to graduation are going to be as good or better. So, Cannon, your word is golden with me. And then, and then he reminds me, uh, not necessarily size or style, but of a man that played all over the place on the offensive line for us in San Francisco, a man by the name of Daryl Deeks. This man could play everywhere, and he came to me one time and said, you know, you know, 
Coach, I'm, I'm, I can play left tackle. And I'm going, yeah, I know, but you know, the more you can do. And he said, yeah, but I need to, f- to fixate myself into one position, and I'll become the expert that you always talk about. Right. And I'm going, that's a good point. We'll try to do that. But you're so valuable right now if we can move you around without missing a beat, without Brent Peace, without the play caller having to go, Okay, we're down our left tackle. I better uh, only call yes. this, this, or that. Or yep. we're down our yep. right guard. I need to protect him a little bit, yep. so I can only call this protection. So uh, what a what a, a fantastic player he is, and he can play four out of the five positions. You know, we stream the show here at Nuanas Now, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. We got all sorts of matchups for the upcoming Super Bowl to diagnose and go over. We'll also talk some legacy building. We'll talk some best bets and everything in between. So if you have comments, feedback, all of the above, text us, 406-888-1029. It's Monday afternoon quarterback with Marty Mortaweg. Stockman Bank is our proud sponsor. They are Montana's brand of banking, and the Monday afternoon quarterback is Montana's version of the NFL. Uh, I said a little bit about this, Coach, off the top, but I was kind of chuckling. I was thinking to myself, you know, if you took, like, the the late 70s Oakland Raiders or the early 90s Dallas Cowboys to a Super Bowl in Vegas, <laughs> you'd, you'd have to be on high alert of some guys maybe running the muck and, and uh, staying out too late playing some cards. Uh, I think that this day and age, these guys are just such consummate pros. There's so much money online, but it's not just about the money. Like people know that there's such a huge level of exposure. I just, I, I would be surprised if we saw like some some stories of distractions of guys being idiots in Vegas this this weekend. You know, I I don't think that we need to be concerned. You know those phones. That's changed the way For people sure. operate. Because back in the day, the when you when you couldn't get your phone out and take a video or a or a picture, uh, there was a lot more that went on in public. Uh, nowadays, I think the guys have been educated. I think the fellows have been through it. I think they protect themselves a little bit by getting together, uh, and, and not so much in public, by but getting together in private. Um, uh, they're they're like you said they're professional football players and there's so much money involved that I doubt now you can't you know it only takes one right. but I doubt that anything's going to happen I'll tell you when when I was a coordinator in San Francisco we had training camp way up in Rockland California it's great the contract was up Nevada Reno the city of Reno and the university came to us and basically we're going to pay us to go have training camp in Reno, uh, just think about how much money that would have brought in to that, to that city. Uh, and it was not illegal at the time, but the NFL office did not want us to do that. So we ended up, of course, in Stockton having uh, uh, a training camp. But now we will not only have a team there, we have a Super Bowl there. And I love it that, that it's being it, – what, what a great venue that they have. Uh, I think they might need to update their practice fields and hotel rooms just a little bit for the next time that they have a Super Bowl. It, it is wild that – the way that the the camera phones have just changed our lives. Oh yeah. Now one of my good buddies, he's a he's a uh, a vice principal over at Sentinel, and he got into doing that, being an administrator, because he said, "Hey, I want to help young men and women, mostly young men that are, you know, kind of go going astray." And I help reel them back in. I remember when I was seventeen, I was a little crazy, right? And he says, "Now 
They're not kids do anything dumb because they're all on high alert because they don't want to be on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. But then on the other side, on the pro athlete side, a lot of times they filter themselves out, right? Like yes. Antonio Brown was so crazy on his phone that Mike Tomlin's like, all right, buddy, like four strikes, you're out. We, we got to cut ties with you. I, I, I do think the phones are really a positive in many ways, you know, and yep. the, the video and the the social media and, and everything's right. But I think it has a problem because you, 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 I think for the young kids, to some extent, it makes them more uh, alone because uh, they can use their phone uh, as part of their body almost. And so the eyeball to eyeball type of interaction and the ability to go out and make a mistake or two on occasion, uh, you know, and it not go uh, nationwide or worldwide out there on the line, I call it. Uh, what's that show? On the line, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, so, so I think there's really positives. I also think there's a little bit of a, a negative to it. When it comes to this week, though, I mean, you, you've coached the Super Bowls before. There is an element of mitigating the distractions, right? Because there's so much exposure in the NFL. Yeah. This week, it's times 100, right? Yeah, there's no mitigating it, though, because it, it is kind of there. So, so with the two weeks between yeah, the championship yeah. game and, and the Super Bowl, here's what happens. Uh, you, you grind it that first week at home, at your facility. The game plan is in like, like a normal week, like you're playing that very next Sunday, right. right? So all the hard work, all the preparation, all the game plan, all that. Then typically you travel like on that Sunday, and then you get to, to the players and coaches and trainers, equipment guys, get to the site uh, a week before. And then you do enough to stay sharp. You're typically not in pads. Uh, you're, some of the fellows are still healing up, so they may need some work within the game plan uh, game week. Uh, and then the families come in, usually Thursday. It might be a day earlier or a day later, but the families come in then. So everybody, everything better be locked up by the time that the families come in because you talk about distractions. Not just strangers, but family are right. there pulling out. Well, that's probably at the players. biggest distraction, right? I mean, oh yeah, your co your cousin you haven't seen tell you, hey man, I need a ticket. Well, I, okay, so the ticket <laughs> I got out of the ticket business real quick. My <laughs> wife Lindsay ended up being the ticket lady for us. Uh, so so the coaches and players shouldn't shouldn't be involved too much right. in that. Uh, they've got to have somebody do that for them. But but typically the players only get fifteen tickets. They get for free, and then they have the ability to buy. Up to, I believe, it's 15 mm -hmm. uh, if the rule hasn't changed. And then, and then, so your second cousin likely is not getting a ticket. <laughs> right. You, you know, it's just, it's just that way. But hotel rooms are a big problem. Yes. Typically, the coach gets a hotel room. And then so the wife you can say, and then, and then you get ability to purchase two more. Well, we purchased one for my mom and dad and one for my wife's mom and dad. Yeah. And then, and then, my whole family was in my mom, dad. I mean, there were, my brother was sleeping in the bathtub, you know, <laughs> couple on the floor, you know, that, that's, otherwise you had to go like an hour and a half right. outside to get a hotel room and it's a terrible hotel an hour and a half out. Well, it's probably a little, that part's probably a little bit better in Vegas, right? Cause you got more hotels in Vegas than anywhere in the whole country. That, that would be the good part. The worst one was at Jacksonville. Right. They brought in, uh, what do you call them? Ships, you know, yachts <laughs> right. uh, for, to, you know, to house people, you know, those cruise 
cruise ships. Right. And that, it, it, that was a mess there. Yeah. New Orleans was a little bit better that way. Although, I will tell you, I got mine and I bought two of them. And then that was it. It was right. locked up. Uh, several of my family stayed like an hour outside of New Orleans, you know. Well, it's going to be crazy to see the festivities not involving the players and the coaches that are playing in this game. Because I'm sure that is going to be like second to none. Especially afterwards, like I mean, regardless of what happens or who wins or whatever, I'm sure that the Super Bowl after party is going to be quite a thing in Las Vegas. Super Bowl after parties are awesome after you win the Super <laughs> right. Bowl. If you lose the Super Bowl, that after game party is horrendous. <laughs> even though it's a beautiful sight, good people, it's. Just a downer. Oh, I'm sure. He probably just want to go home. Marty Mortaway in studio with us more than a quarter century in the NFL. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week. I guess one more question just broadly before we get into this matchup. I, I think I asked you this last year, but I can't remember the answer. Have you gone to a Super Bowl when you weren't coaching in one? Well, typically my mind frame is I don't go to Super Bowls unless I'm in them. Right. Uh, but I was forced to a couple of times. Uh, like head coaches, typically they'll go on like a Wednesday or Thursday sure. for the media. Right. And then they get out of there like right, right, right. Friday night or Saturday or even some fly out Sunday morning. They they don't spend the game time there, but they, they spend uh, two or three or four days before. Ex-players do that as well. Some ex they'll go and do some media stuff, or or uh, let's say 7-Eleven is bringing all their people in. They may go and, and go to that party, or maybe even speak, right, and they right. pay them a couple bucks. And so, and then and then a lot of those players get out uh, Saturday night or Sunday morning. Yeah, it's like the Final Four, right? It's like a great sort of networking thing. You can see of a bunch of people from the football world. Yeah, it's really corporate, right? I'm so sure. all these yeah. all these companies are having parties there in Vegas and then the media, of course, I mean it is covered where I think the aliens cover the Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> no doubt about it. Let's talk about then uh, this this matchup. We were stunned last week that the Chiefs opened as an underdog. Yeah. The line has moved in favor of the Niners, which I thought was yeah. even more fascinating. I thought when the Chiefs opened up as dogs, the public would pour money in on the Chiefs. And by this time this week, the Chiefs would be favored. They're not. It's moved the other way. I thought that was crazy. It has moved? What, a point? Yeah, a point. Yeah. Two and a half for the Niners. Uh, I, I, I was surprised. Uh, but I probably should have been. I'm, I'm sort of biased uh, toward Mahomes. Yeah. You know, Andy Reid, the Chiefs. Don't bet against my home. I don't care where it's being played. But at Baltimore, I, I could see that even a little bit more here. It's a neutral field, right, in Las Vegas. Uh, I will say if you back up and look at the big picture, I believe this, that the 49ers are just a touch better team. And not every aspect, but most, almost every aspect with the exception of the great Patrick Mahomes. It's true. So this is going to be, I think it's going to be fascinating, Coulter, uh, the, the, this ball game. Uh, and can they do that? Can one team do that? Can they? Can they? I think it's going to end up being the Chiefs win a close one because Patrick Mahomes had a little magic in him that day. Or... The Niners beat them maybe by 10 or more. That's why I think it's going to be one of those two things. From a just just the, the narratives around these teams, I find that part fascinating. On one hand, you got the Chiefs, who are the, the, the latest and sort of the modern-day dynasty, right? They're, mm -hmm. they're in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in six years. If they win this one, you can say 
Now this is this is among those great runs, like alongside the the '90s Dallas Cowboys and the '70s Pittsburgh Steelers, Patriots, the Patriots, the Niners in the in the '80s. Yeah. Um, and even if they lose, they, you know, in terms of the legacy of this group, they're playing with house money. They're in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in six years. But for the Niners, they've been knocking on the door forever. But it's, ta- I mean, they haven't actually won one in 30 years. They yeah. played in the conference championship game like 10 times since the last time they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I played in one of those uh, NFC championships at home. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so and I thought the Niners were in great shape a few years ago when they went to the Super Bowl and lost. Of course, rematch time. Uh, but since that point, they've had excellent teams, excellent talent. I think John Lynch does a great job. Kyle Shanahan coaches, the team, but they've just been decimated by injuries. This year, they may be the healthier team compared to Kansas City. On the afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty Marty Mortalweg. In studio with us, the chief, the Chiefs getting here. What have you What have you thought of that? I mean, well, you remember. I mean, every year something happens to the Chiefs, and every team, almost every team, goes through adversity. People start writing them off. I'm going. You remember these conversations totally. you and I had? Don't worry about it. They've got a heck of a defense. They'll get that offense thing straightened out, and they're not as good on offense as they have been in in, in, in since Andy's been there. Uh, maybe right. except for the first year, they're not as good on offense, but they're way better on defense than I've ever seen them place since Andy's been there. Even with the lulls that they've had in recent years, though, they were kind of up against it in the middle of the year. But you said, hey, you're not. As long as you got Patrick Mahomes, you got a chance. As long as you got a pretty good defense and Patrick Mahomes don't bet against them. And look, there's other teams out there that have a similar guy and and didn't make it. But you credit. I'm, I'm impressed with Mahomes because he sort of learned how to to win the low-scoring right. type of close game. He wasn't early. I mean, he didn't lose many, but the ones he did were typically those yep. lower-scoring type of games. He's learned sort of how to how to rely on his defense just a little bit till it was till it's third and nine, the game winner, triple cross, X dagger. <laughs> well, he's learned how to play playoff football to be sure for the Niners to get here. I mean, you mentioned John Lynch. He's done a tremendous job of building this roster. But it's also just amazing to me how talented you can be and still be trying to break through for the ultimate prize. I mean, they've had this core led by Debo Samuel and and George Kittle, and but look at what they've done to try to improve it. First, they signed Trent Williams, one of the great left tackles of his generation. Then they blockbuster trade for Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the NFL. They keep on building, they keep on building. They get the deadline deal for Chase Young this year, former number 2 overall pick. They switch quarterbacks. They oust Jimmy Garoppolo and get Brock Purdy. They've kept trying to improve. Testament to them. It's just crazy to me how much you... I mean, they have the most stacked roster in the NFL, bar none. Yeah. And they still haven't been able to break through and actually win the Super Bowl with this group. Yeah, that trade for McCaffrey... It's actually crazy they were able to pull that off. When they did that trade, because they gave up an awful lot, I'm going, okay, all right, York, right, Shanahan, Lynch... All those guys and many more think that they're on the cusp of a Super Bowl because you wouldn't do that unless you thought this young man could get you over the hump and make another run to the Super Bowl. And their record wasn't that good. They were beat up. They did it. And it is paying off. 
in the 2023 season in the Super Bowl of 2024. Well, it is crazy when you trade that many draft picks how you have to make it happen right now. Yeah. Like the yeah. Los Angeles Clippers did this in the NBA. They traded their whole future for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Guess what those guys have won? Nothing. Squadoosh. And now they're just screwed for the next however many long. If, if, you, if you sacrifice the future for the present and you win it all, it's worth it, right? Yes. If it doesn't go well... Then, then you're just regretting it for years and years and years to come. Yeah, and I will say they got a little fortunate in drafting Purdy, the young man that they took at the last pick of the seventh draft. And they picked him because he was a quarterback, by the way. They did not want to have to uh, go out and pay him a couple bucks as a college free agent sure. to come in. So they just drafted him with that last pick. And then early on, early on, Kyle Shanahan knew that this kid could be pretty good. And they were forced to play him. He was the third-team quarterback. He played lights out. Then he gets hurt. A significant injury. Yes. Uh, surgery. Uh, and then he came back very quickly from that and has, a, has had a great year as well. He is surrounded, like you said, by a heck of a football team, which makes playing the quarterback position at a high level a little bit more easier, even though it's the most difficult position to play in all of sports. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Mortowig joining us in studio. It's Montana's brand of NFL brought to you by Montana's brand of banking. Sacred Bank has locations throughout Montana. They are in Montana, only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. Let Stockman Bank show you the Stockman difference today. We'll break down the intricacies of this matchup, all the ins and outs, from the coaches to the quarterbacks to everything in between, right on the other side. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. It's Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, presented proudly by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank is Montana's brand of banking. This is Montana's brand of NFL. Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference. As a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana, Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. Let's break down the ins and outs of this Super Bowl matchup. Coach, not that long ago, Kansas City Chiefs. Marty Mornowick in studio with us, by the way, here on the Monday Afternoon Quarterback. Not that long ago, uh, Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers played in a Super Bowl. There's some familiar faces. Uh, there's also some new faces. D- d- is, it, is it 
long enough where the rematch element of this doesn't matter? What do you think of this? Oh, no. Oh, no. Both teams have studied that film. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Even though, you know, teams so drastically change every year, and there's probably a handful left on each team from, from the 2000, what was it, 2020? 2020, yep, 2020 that's right. 2020 year. So, oh, yeah, but schematically, they'll go back and look at it. Listen, both teams are going to be really, really well prepared. They've got their game plan in. They've got the hard work. They've got the preparation. Now they just need to keep the focus. In fact, I got a couple texts where they're they're there. They're in Vegas, right? They've got a little free time. So they're going to enjoy just a little bit of it, but they're going to keep their focus. And I will tell you, Super Bowl, that focus, players, coaches, it is like Saturday night. It is like the ultimate focus because it's for the ring. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the uh, the fact of the matter is we've become so used to Patrick Mahomes being the king of the NFL. But when they beat the Niners, that was the moment that he sort of ascended to the throne, and he just hasn't really relinquished it yet. That, that was correct. That was Kansas City's first Super Bowl appearance. That was his first Super Bowl ring. And now, now it's just like, oh, you know, death taxes and the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again. But that was actually kind of an upset when that happened, too, because that Niners team was stacked. And they had, I mean, guys like Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, some of these familiar, George Kittle, some of these familiar faces were on that Niners team. So they certainly yeah. remember that. Yeah, and Mahomes pulled one out. He did. I, sure. I'm just telling you, Mahomes, again, this is about the third time I said it today. Don't <laughs> bet against the dude, yeah. right? Oh, okay, so Lamar had an opportunity. To do to be one of those guys, if he beat the Chiefs at home and win the Super Bowl, he didn't get it done. Patrick Mahomes got it done. Now Brock Purdy has a chance. He's got an opportunity to be vaulted up there with with like the likes of some of the great, at least Bay Area, San Francisco type of quarterbacks. I mean, that's such a great point. That was one of my key matchups: was just which quarterback is going to play better because we've already seen Mahomes play outstanding in big moments over and over and over again over the last handful of years. Bert Purdy has as well, but never on this big of a stage. Uh, it's a big stage now. The stage is different. Uh, yeah. There are other things that go into play with a Super Bowl. Times the media by, I don't want to exaggerate too much, but 100. I mean, it's it's worldwide there. For sure. Right? It's just that simple. Uh, you, you know, the, 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 the game itself means an awful lot. Because I say, oh, it's the ring. Well, it's way, it's deeper than that. You either are a Super Bowl champion or you're not. We were talking in the break right. about if you lose a Super Bowl, do you get a ring? Well, yeah, you get an AFC championship ring or an NFC championship ring, uh, but the fellows don't wear those until they're about right. 10 or 20 years <laughs> right. out of playing if that's only... Otherwise, they wear the Super Bowl ring if they got one, right? So, uh, yeah, so the, the loser of this gets an AFC or an NFC championship, game, game, uh, 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 championship ring. But you're playing to be a Super Bowl champion, a world's champion. And you either are or you're not. So it means an awful lot to these young men playing the game. The other, There's a whole bunch of interesting matches, but one of the other headlining ones is between these two coaches. Andy Reid, 65 years old. He is sort of one of the last remaining guys from the old guard that's still in the league. We saw a lot of departure the last couple of years of you know, the Bill Belichicks of the world, the Pete Carrolls of the world, guys that have been around the NFL for decades at a time. Kyle Shanahan is sort of the on the the front end of the the new guys, right? Like yeah. he 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 was the new hot young coach, and then his coaching tree it it 
matriculated so fast with Sean McVay getting a job, and then there's all these other guys like Mike McDaniel and the Slowick brothers and all these other guys that worked for Mike Shanahan, Kyle's father, once upon a time. You asked how old he was. 44 is what Kyle Shanahan yeah, is. Yeah, Kyle's 44, so he's older than he looks. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? So it is. It's, 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 a, it's a unique matchup. Uh, in many Super Bowls, it's like it's a it's a older head coach against an older head coach. That, that always seems to surprise me because all the younger guys are getting hired. But in many cases, old, so this one's an older coach against a 44-year-old yeah. who's put his time. This guy's experienced, Kyle Shanahan. Oh, no doubt. I mean, he's been a head coach for a while. He's and he been, was a coordinator for a while. I mean, he got into it so young. He was a coordinator. He was like 25 years old. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and... And he's taken his team to a Super Bowl. Yep. And so let's see if all of that pays off. You know, my biggest thing, is this going to be is this going to be a 17-10 game like the Chiefs at Baltimore, right? Or is this going to be a 34-28 game like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are accustomed in years past uh, to playing in those type of games? It's going to be fast. So if the Niners can score some points... If they can run the football a little bit, I suspect it's going to be a little bit a lower scoring game. If 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 they get into like a shootout, I don't think they win that one over the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs may very well win the higher scoring type of game. I mean, conventional wisdom would say Andy Reid, his opportunities to win more Super Bowl rings are are it's shortening because he is probably at least getting toward the end of his career. The other side would say, well, Kyle Shanahan, if he doesn't win this one, he's got a whole bunch in front of him. But you made such a great point a couple weeks ago. You said, well, once upon a time, Dan Marino made it to the Super Bowl his second year, and everybody's like, well, he's going to rule the AFC forever. Never made it back. You never, never know. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. When Rodgers won his first one, when he's 28, you'd have been like, oh, he's going to win two, three, four. Right. Never made it back. So yeah. it, you sometimes when it's right there, you got to go ahead and grasp it. Oh, it's so difficult. To get to and win a Super Bowl, and you brought up just a, a few of them. The ones that can win multiple Super Bowls, they end up in the National Football League, the Hall of Fame, That's right. I mean, when they win multiple. So uh, let, uh, let's not kid ourselves. Andy, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Kyle Shanahan, I don't know if Purdy knows. But it means a lot. It means a lot for their career. It means a lot for possible Hall of Fame. Although, if the Niners don't win, do they still have their quarterback that's going to win them multiple Super Bowls? Right. They've got to answer that. Right. I think they. I think they think they know that's that right. it's, this, this is the kid. But there will be questions that arise, uh, likely from outside of the building. Uh, you, you know, if 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 the Chiefs lose. Uh, uh, does it does it hammer Patrick a little bit? Nah, probably not. Uh, does Andy think a little bit more about when he's going to be done? A lot of things, a lot of ramifications on whether you win the Super Bowl or whether you lose the Super Bowl. You lose the Super Bowl, so difficult to come back. As oh, you've no seen. doubt, no uh, doubt. You, you know, it's the Super Bowl. I mean, look, at the, look at the Eagles. The Eagles crumbled yeah. this year, yeah. even though they have one of the best rosters in the NFL. Happens quite a bit. It happens to most teams, unless you're the Buffalo Bills, who went back to back to back to back. Yeah, lost. Yep. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Marty Mordaway again studio with us. A couple of the other matchups I got my eye on. First of all, 
Mahomes gets so many headlines, and Andy Reid's an offensive coach. But we've talked about the Chiefs' defense all year. But to me, the way that they get it done defensively is their pass rush and their secondary. And those two things go hand-in-hand, right? Being able to cover makes your pass rush a lot better. Being able to rush a passer makes your coverage a lot better. But, I mean, the Chiefs were second in the league in sacks this year. So that's going to be a key to this matchup, I think. How How does Kansas City cover on the perimeter, and how much pressure can they get on Brock Purdy? Yeah, I think they're second in sacks behind Baltimore, That's I right. believe. And yep. last year's sack winner was Philly, and they made it to so, yep. so that pass rush, the best secondary is a great pass rush. That's it. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I yeah. mean, that's real. Yeah. Uh, if you can uh, put pressure on the quarterback, make him throw it just a little quicker than he wants to, sack him, make him move, all of those things, get his eyes from being downfield, all of those things go into having a heck of a secondary. You know, they lost one of their great pass rushers, so we'll see if that has any indication. Many times it doesn't in a singular game. You, you know, uh, you lose a heck of a pass rusher, it may, it, it, it may be a negative over the course of two, three, four games, but in any one game, because those guys, they all of the starters, all of the great players that sometimes get a breather, they will play a few more plays in this game rather than taking the old break and going and getting a little oxygen. They'll stay on the field for a play or two longer. So we'll see. I, I suspect that if the Niners uh, score some points, it will be run game, it will be movement off of the run game, moving Purdy, and it will be play action off of the run game with Purdy in the pocket. So they have to, those three items, run the ball, move Purdy off play action, and then play action in the pocket. Uh, They'll have to do all three of those things really well to keep Kansas City defense off balance. On the other side, I'm so interested to see, because here's where we're at. We know Mahomes is one of the best passers in the league, no doubt. But San Francisco's strength defensively lies in rushing the passer. Their defensive front is built out of pass rushers. The teams so far in the playoffs have known that and then tried to exploit that. Green Bay is like, well, we're not going to let you just rush the passer. We're going to run the ball. Same with Detroit. They ran the ball relentlessly in the first half. thought they should have kept running a little bit more in the second half. But that's the one spot the Niners' defense has looked a little bit vulnerable is in the inside run game. And the Kansas City Chiefs will be ready to go to that, running in between the tackles uh, very quickly in this game if the pass rush hurts them at all. Now, There's many ways to take care of the pass rush. You mentioned the first way. Run the football down their throat uh, and out physical. All those things. That stymies the pass rush. The other ways that the Kansas City Chiefs are brilliant with is the screen game. Yes. That negates a pass rush to some extent. But the Kansas City Chiefs, I know their philosophy. They're not just going to throw a screen to negate the pass rush. They're going to throw a screen to gain yards and score touchdowns. Then another way is chipping some of those great pass rushers. You just chip them in route. Uh, just let's not allow one man uh, on our opponent's defensive front to dictate how we're going to play or dictate which way the game goes. So they'll have, and then moving Patrick Mahomes just a little bit, uh, whether it's off play action or whether it's sprint out. So I suspect the Chiefs will use all of those methods throughout the football game, trying to keep that great pass rush of the Niners off balance just a little bit. Another another matchup is going to get all sorts of headlines, of course, because of the personalities of the guys, but also the quality of the players at the tight ends. Yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey, he wasn't at the Grammys last night. Uh, I think a lot of people were disappointed in that. I think he's got bigger fish to fry, but his uh, his 
love interest at the moment, Taylor Swift. She took home uh, Album of the Year for the fourth time, so she is like the New England Patriots of the music industry at this point. But uh, he seemed to have a charmed existence lately, especially here in the playoffs. But George Kill's pretty darn good as well. These guys are going to get a lot of play, but I also think all this stuff we're talking about, negating the pass rushes, that's another way you can kind of do it is if you got a big tight end that could get to the middle of the field, Boom, hit him quick, and uh, that negates a lot of pass rush stuff as well. Did you say the singer, what's her name again? Taylor now? Swift. Swift is like the New England Patriots. What yeah. does that mean? Because she's won, she won fourth album of the year, fourth time winning album of the year. No one in music history has ever done that before. More than Stevie Wonder, more than the Beatles. Man more alive. Than everybody. Man alive. That one went right over my head. <laughs> I was trying to figure that correlation out. That's how much I'm into the See, music this scene. Is why we love, this is why we love hey. Coach Marty. Taylor Swift is the most famous person on the earth. No, I know. I know. I, I've heard of her. And, and I, I, you know, but uh, look at Kelsey and Kittle. They're both really, really unique. They're both highly productive. I would say, I would probably say Kittle's a little bit, just a touch more productive in the run game. Yes. Uh, and 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 Kelsey a little bit more in the pass game. But they're both very, very good. They're both could can, can block in line to some extent, right? Just enough uh, to be dangerous. And then and then both of them are just excellent and productive in the pass game. So and they're both quite characters. Now I know Travis a little bit better than Kill, but I have met Kill and uh he's got He's got a great, great personality as well, uh, and both are highly, highly competitive. It's going to be fantastic to watch, isn't it? it absolutely, you're is. bringing up all these matchups, including the the singer and, and, and <laughs> correlating her to Super Bowl wins. Uh, she won one last night. Uh, album she, of the she year. She won the, the big one. Yeah, that hey, basically you know, the you Super know, Bowl of the music. We? we were down in we were in San Jose, and she she the Swift was playing there, uh, I guess, that night. And my wife were out. Uh, they had the fire pit at this hotel, yeah. right? Uh, I don't know why we were there. I think that it might have been, well, I can't quite remember because my mama lives in the Bay Area. So we're down there on a, on a, on a more than a, a rare occasion. Well, these moms come out to the fire pit. There was probably three or four. And they were talking about their daughters. They, they, they were coming from all over the place. Oh, yeah. Staying at the hotel. Oh, yeah. Buying these tickets. And, and, and their daughters get to go. And my wife goes, how much are they worth? And she, my wife goes, did you ever think of selling them? And oh, yeah. the one mom goes, no, because this is kind of the ladies' night out. We get a ladies' night out because oh, yeah. the daughters get to go. to. I'm going, they're driving forever. One of them flew in. They're paying all this money for tickets. They're paying for a hotel to go to a concert. Oh yeah, and I mean this is like a worldwide phenomenon. This is like the highest growing concert in the history of of music. It's uh, wild. I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I just I thought maybe it's like I thought it'd be like Elvis. You can put a film on them, yeah, yeah. and hear hear them uh, sing and dance. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I I know it's a phenomenon. It is definitely a phenomenon. Travis Kelsey's riding shotgun with it. We'll do some best bets because there's a couple of the more of the matchups, including the receivers, how the quarterbacks play, all that. It goes into some of the props that I like from across the board, and uh, we'll keep on analyzing this betting line as well. Super Bowl preview here on the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. More on the other side. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. 
Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. How many beers get drank on Super Bowl Sunday? So many beers. <laughs> a lot of beers. Should be a fun one here upcoming uh, this Sunday. Only got a couple minutes here on the Monday afternoon quarterback. Coach got Taylor Swift stories to tell, but we'll have to save those for for, <laughs> for next week while we're uh, recapping it. The Monday afternoon quarterback, of course, presented by Stockman Bank. It's Montana's brand of banking, and this is Montana's brand of NFL. We open with the betting line. We'll close with the betting line. Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. So the Niners... Uh, Two-and-a-half-point favorites. Chiefs are plus on the money line as well. If you just want the Chiefs straight up to win, you can get it for plus 110. So that means $100 wins you 110 Man, that's crazy to me. I, I don't know how that line hasn't moved, and I don't know how at this point in time, this day and age, you could ever bet against uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So here's my uh, humble betting advice for you. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, take the Chiefs' money line and then bet all the player props for the Chiefs. Because... Somehow, some way, the Chiefs are going to win by scoring points. So Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, Rice, all these guys score touchdowns. That's, I mean, they're going to have to score, and somebody's going to do it. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, that's what I'd do if I was you. What do you? I mean, what do we think of this? What do you think of the, the total? Forty-eight and a half. I haven't even thought of forty-eight and a half. But we talked about possible low-scoring game, possible higher-scoring game. I will tell. What's half a unit? What is half a unit? So you I just, don't have the you just lingo. De- you just determine what your units are worth. So like, and that's how you keep yourself disciplined. You don't do it okay. like a degenerate like me. No, I, go, no. I go down there every every day. You don't. I don't do it. No, I know. I don't do it. I know. <laughs> I, I might play poker every now and then, but uh, look, I go back. I do think that the Niners are just a touch better in many of the important areas, with the exception of Mahomes. Don't bet against Mahomes, and and maybe maybe you do this. You can take that line and move it even more, uh, so you get a few more points mm-hmm. for the. How how much? Explain this to me. How much? Like it's two and a half. How much can you tease that? Well, so that's what's crazy about Montana sports bet. You can tease it up to like ten points. In Vegas, you can only tease it two and a half. I see. Montana sports bet. You get that sucker all the way up to twelve and a half. The yeah. odds aren't going to be very. The odds aren't going to be very good. Oh, you're going to be like paid. minus yeah. three fifty or whatever. Oh, I see. But I mean, I promise you yeah. that the Chiefs are not going to lose by twelve and a half points in this. In this game, I would think not. I would think a lower scoring game gives the Niners a chance. A higher scoring game gives the Chief a chance with Patrick Mahomes pulling out some rabbits from his hat. Well, we will be back to recap how this whole thing goes down next week, the conclusion of the season of the Monday Afternoon Quarterback with Coach Marty. Appreciate Marty Mornowick for sitting with us here like he does second hour of each Monday show throughout the NFL season. Also appreciate Stockman Bank for their continued support of the Monday Afternoon Quarterback. I'm saying 31-27. Chiefs, what do you got? I say 27-24. Chiefs only because I'm biased that way very heavily. There you go. We both are on Kansas City. We'll see you tomorrow. Actually, I probably won't see you tomorrow, but I'll be back later on this week. And uh, these boys will be back on the air tomorrow at 4. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, How about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear 
at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.